0: What are you doing? This is Tessa, the robotic South African marketing lady. Don't be a loser. Why don't you get with what all the cool people are doing? What are they doing, you say? Why? They are reading. Is this tomorrow? Is this tomorrow is an all-purpose source of information? kind of like an almanac, but only for cool people. You can look in the index and after searching for only a few minutes you can find out when to plant root tobagas around Pittsburgh, when to evacuate your hovel during a nuclear attack, and where to buy a real, working flying saucer. Is This Tomorrow has been in print since 1905, and the staff recently purchased a computer. Now you can go on the internet with AOL, MindSpring, Netscape, or your local isp and look at is this tomorrow at is this tomorrow dot com is this tomorrow dot com
1: Was, this, will, this, this will be a clusterfuck, but we're maybe just, a different kind of We're clip. just no, leaning on
2: fine. this mic thinking of who probably used it last. <laughs> uh, as long as it wasn't Gigi Allen, you're <laughs> Zeta. cool. Zeta. <laughs> Zeta. Zeta.
1: All right, so yeah, are we are going to do bird.
2: this? Yeah, yeah, we're rolling. We rolling. All right, let's
1: do it. Welcome, right. everyone, to another episode of That Record Got Me High.
2: That is Barry Stock. That is Rob Elba. And we
1: are here with Chris Bellis, and we are here live at Laser Wolf. Let's hear it, everyone, for our uh, live at Laser Wolf. Big
2: crowd, big Over crowd. here running. <laughs> Cool overflow crowd, rainy night, and people uh, are uh, lined up out front
1: in Georgia. Chris, welcome. welcome.
3: Thank you, thank you, uh, welcome
2: back
1: once again. You are so you, this record we're doing, you were already, uh, it, it yeah, I'm yeah, of, yeah a, I'm a fan you're of Vicky Pop, fan. yeah, okay. he's All a right. Floridian. Now, so, man. without further, oh, well, actually, one further ado because I want to mention uh, uh, patron, we have a new patron, Joe Tunis, who is, has, thank uh, you, Joe. apparently, is an uh, he owns Carbon. Records I saw, so Joe Tunis cool. from Carbon Records, and a new patron, Mr. Joey Maya, Joey Maya. All right. who ironically is, is our it, guest tonight, Mr. Right here's Joey here's Maya. Tonight. Welcome to the That's show, right. everyone! Yay! Right. Elated to be here, Rob. Yes. So Joey, uh, aka Joey Wrecked, drum. He drummed for uh, awesome, one of the best South Florida punk bands in the in the seventies, late seventies, the Reactions. He played drums for a battalion of saints,
4: the, the Spinouts, and he formed. Circus of Power, right? Circus of Power, which coincidentally opened for Iggy in... uh, Oh, really? And Jane's Addiction in 1988. And now why are you pointing that out? Because what's the record you brought for us tonight? The record that I brought for you is called... Here comes Johnny Yen again. <laughs> I don't think it's the name of the record, but uh, the record itself is called... <laughs> With it's a, it's an, an lust, important
2: line on the album. <laughs> it is.
4: It's called Lust for Life. Yes. Oh, and also
1: I should mention your most, your biggest claim to fame is that you're an author and you have a book out now called A Punk on Wall Street. And uh, like when we take our break, we're going to pick... Uh, Joey has graciously offered uh, three of our patrons uh, to get autographed copies of his book that we will send out so we'll choose them in the break small small using our
2: um, scientific randomizer method
1: and and Barry how does one become a patron of the show
2: you go to patreon.com forward slash (laughs) T-R-G-M-H and for as little as a dollar a month you can support our efforts here right
1: and and if you're a three dollar a month patron or more then you're entered in all of our giveaway contests so uh, it's pretty awesome
2: yeah, three bucks a month, and you get to you might win something. Can we make a, a small Additional. program
4: correction before we continue? We yes, go ahead. Can. What, did, what, did we, so, what did we do wrong already? So you happen to have inside information that a punk on Wall Street happens to be in the can, but it won't be released for a while. So it won't be. Okay. Your, your patrons will, uh, you know, we're ruffling off uh, a drummer of Miami Beach drummer. Oh, which what did is I no, we didn't, you said so, a okay. no, You did. Jesus yeah. Christ, the yeah. drummer right of
1: in front Miami of Beach. It it's, is. Yeah. And, it, and it's not a <laughs> consolation prize. <laughs> No, it's an awesome. It's a great book. Uh, Drummer of Miami Beach. God, what an idiot! But *Punk on Wall Street* will be your next next book
4: eventually. That will come out. It's. I'm excited about it. But yes, I'm excited.
1: Obviously, I'm excited because I'm already not even mentioning blabbering about break. it. Yeah, I'm yep, blabbering that's on right. and on about and it, and I appreciate that. All right, so you picked this
2: record. Um, you did *Lust for Life*,
1: yeah, which came out released in uh, August 29th, 1977, which was the second Barry. Did you realize he had done the.
2: Yeah, idiot. That I, same year. Yeah, very quickly. Yeah. They did Lust for Life" super fast. Recorded it in two weeks, yeah. and and actually record, wrote and recorded it in two weeks.
0: Right.
4: But did you know any of this, show? You know, <laughs> I, I know no sleep was involved. Just kind of like it is with me.
2: Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what and, I heard. And they recorded it at the uh, again at the Hansa by the Wall studios, which is where "Low" by Bowie's "Low" and the "Idiot" and. Heroes and uh, Berlin, and Berlin, Berlin, this is right? this is more in Berlin. Of that's right, by the, just right by the 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 wall where, um, you know, you could East Berlin is right on the other side, and so that studio has a particular sound uh, because their equipment was kind of broke down and old, and so ah, the records okay, okay. made there have a sort of rough hewn quality, and there's a reason for that because the stuff was kind of yeah,
1: they thinky. are rough hewn. You're right, and and they also have a, a little darkness. Uh, on to. Well, the, the sound is do, one of the yeah.
4: hallmarks of that record. So even if yeah, it was yeah. by accident, it was, a, it was a damn good accident, if you ask me.
1: The record just sounds so good because it sounds so like live and, and so in your face, but well, not in a, not, not the way raw power in your face. It's different than that.
2: No, well, Susan was saying some of it sounds like um, like maybe the, what'd you say, the speakers are blown. And it does. There's some, um, some mic distortion and red-lined. redlined stuff. But it adds to the for me it has always added to the um, the sort of the the feel of the records. if they were recorded cleaner, it wouldn't have that they wouldn't have that thing you know that that they have, which is this certain mystery about them or this feeling of. You know, the song Heroes was recorded at that studio, so that feeling that song has about that time and that place is sort of encapsulated in the sound of that studio.
4: It's also a massive drum sound.
2: Oh, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Drums, yeah. Um, so when did, did you remember when you first heard the record? I, I, I do, and maybe that's why this album resonates so much with me. I had moved to uh, deep into the lower...
2: Yeah, you
4: need to be on the mic. Oh, okay. Can't hear me?
2: Yeah, look. Uh-huh. I, don't know they, I got, I'm the one that has got to mix itself. So I say, fix the mic, fix the mic. What,
4: what Barry says goes. <laughs> um, yeah, so as I was saying, can you hear me now?
2: Yeah, sounds great. I could,
4: could hear before, but. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, because So I have had to mix
4: moved it. deep into the Lower East Side, uh, 12th Street between Avenue C and D. And uh, it was just like a really rough neighborhood, and the the,
2: the, Alphabet City, right?
4: Oh yeah, deep. It's not like the edge of Alphabet City. This was deep. I mean, if there was trouble, you weren't coming out alive.
2: We have a friend. We had a friend that lived on Avenue Stewart Avenue C.
4: Yeah, once you got to uh, B's and C's, we were between C and D. So the 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 my my roommate had the records, and I was kind of left alone there my first day, kind of freaking out. I I I whipped out these, I I, I whooped them out. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I I, she had these Iggy Pop records, and I had heard of Iggy Pop, but you know I'm Mm -hmm. only five foot one. Right. And and then I I I, was it raw power and the idiot and lust for life. And it just, like, it like resonated. It was just dirty. Yeah,
2: man. It, it does. first time you hear Lust for Life, you're like, what the hell it is going It was
4: crime on? and dirty and, yeah. and, and real, and it really resonated with me.
2: I, I first heard it courtesy of the um, Quincy, Illinois Public Library, which somehow had The Idiot and Lust for Life to check out. Oh, nice. So in, like, 1978, 79... Would be up there visiting my dad and I go to the library and check these things out and take them home and be like, you know, had my my mind expanded by these records. You know, and the covers of these of like The Idiot and Heroes and Lust for Life. And they have like they're these um the images are very stark, you know? Yeah. Like Lust for Life is just this. Iggy with just this giant grin on his face
1: it, uh, very g- German something very yeah, it, German about it. it. black and <laughs> white yeah, right sort of yeah it sort yeah of right, right. Fit with uh, where they did the and the recording. cover
2: of the idiot that one before has got this like he's make, he's posing in this sort of distorted pose it
1: looks off there's something off looking well, about it well the record it. is off sounding <laughs> and it, it yeah. matches
4: it matches what's inside the album inside is it very does. Uh, it does yeah so I never I wasn't a as big a
1: fan of The Idiot as when this record, when I got this record... and no, just, this is this definitely better. I don't think well, there's a diff- bad song on this yeah, record. this
2: is a different... That's the thing about Distributed and Idiot is they, they're very, very different records. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I think uh, Iggy himself has said, I think uh, David Bowie had a had more of a hand in The yeah, Idiot, a heavier for, hand. For sure. Actually, there's a great, uh, great quote by uh, Iggy, he said, um, about why they recorded this record so fast. He said, see... Bowie's a hell of a fast guy. I realized right. I, I had to be quicker than him, otherwise he would gonna whose album was
2: it gonna be? Yeah, well, like the idiot. I think he <laughs> felt like the idiot was sort of a Bowie record that Iggy Pop, yeah, 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 managed, you know, wrote hey. the songs and sang on. And whereas he wanted "Love to Left Life definitely has more of an Iggy. It's definitely it. a it's
4: definitely a magical collaboration between those two, between yes. the, the, David Bowie's, you know, flashiness and beauty and Iggy Pop's you know his lyrics and, oh, his, yeah, yeah. and his Detroit. And you can
1: toughness. hear and David Bowie's all over because in the backup vocals and everything you hear Dave, you know, David Bowie's all over the record still. But um,
2: yeah, but there's also the contributions of he rounds the edges, the the, the musicians, Hunt Tony Sales, the rhythm section,
1: right? Who became a Tin Machine with, tin uh, machine, with him, right? Uh, and they're the sons, sons
2: of uh, comedian Soupy Sales, right? So, and they're an incredible rhythm section, and, and you got uh, T- Carlos
1: Alomar, Alomar. and uh,
2: uh, Gardner, Ricky Gardner playing those riffs, um, those uh, Which, on Lust for Life What else has Ricky
1: Gardner done? Not, he was not much. He was that. like just like a a, um, a studio guy for this, like a yeah, like a studio guitarist. But he plays some great leads on He does this. He's great, great Carlos guitarist. Alomar's rhythm Mainly rhythm I believe so yeah. But yeah This guy plays Some, some like, of those
4: leads Are, are
1: just ma- so magical great. Once they kick in you're And they're perfect But you, you gotta figure Bowie probably I mean Bowie just has this way Of people paying, who are uh, there
2: Around him Do better things
1: Yeah exactly Exactly They do exactly. more And um, More drugs Yeah One One other thing I just want to point out About this record That's apropos of nothing but it just annoys me is when you when you google lust for life now lana del rey that That's lana del rey true. record
2: well, comes up okay the thing is depressing it's a movie the problem is you can't really claim it you right, can't really right. claim it, it for was himself a movie, right. Kurt Douglas, exactly. it's the life of vincent van gogh yeah so yeah. you know he took it from somewhere too and Ostensibly, maybe she did as well. Yeah,
1: and also, not to be a hater, I actually listen because I, I don't like just throwing it out. Oh, she sucks. I listened to the song, and actually, the song's not bad. It's it's
2: actually not so bad. So there you Not go. a bad song,
1: but still, Iggy's Lust for life. Yeah, it's right. Iggy's Lust for life
2: is the, the thing. You know, when you think it's of Lust for life, you don't think of the Vincent Van Gogh documentary. No, or, and mean not think of, not of or whatever. Either, And no, that kind of
4: highlights whatever. the story of Iggy Pop. That he, even though, though he's super in, popular, guys looking, we should
2: wave at him. Say hey, how's it going on? I
4: want. Hey. works at the Broward Center. That highlights kind of Iggy. Pop's career is that the guy's like a major star but he's still underground like this Lana Ray takes the headline over him or the Google right, search right. or whatever. Yeah well, this but record, I'm sure I mean, that I'm are, what, sure what makes Iggy Pop cool. His
2: royalties from Lust for Life are
4: well just from that Royal Caribbean
2: gonna, I was going to say yeah, the cruise commercial Not ruined it. but like
1: That's been running forever so too. Much. Much. That's but how subversive is that too because they use the first line of the song but then they cut out about the sex so machine and all that. Sex so and drugs right exactly but That's kind of
4: like, how did that meeting go where someone said, to to me, it's funny
3: because it's like he kind of maybe got one over on them.
4: I I think so. I'm sure he's very very (laughs) happy. I I, I picture the conversation with the uh, executive from Royal Caribbean saying to Iggy, what do you mean by. I've had it in the ear before.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> They're deciding whether they yeah. should put that in the commercial or what not.
2: What have you had in your out. ear, Mr. Pop? I suspect there was no contact between him and the, yeah, and yeah. and, and Grok Ribbon at all, I'm and sure. it was all done. Oh, this one like, time. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great. I'm glad you like the song. It's not like the, song. the
4: ear that I've had it in. He tried to explain. Right. The record. It also had an
2: analogy for. It My also had ass. a
4: resurgence. <laughs> that
1: was pretty direct. That's not a, <laughs> uh, it also had a resurgence in the 90s and uh, a train spotting because yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, right. like oh, yeah, that's the very uplifting um uh, Train Spotting. Yeah.
1: Well, no, it actually brought it back out in the charts and everything. Yep. Um, so let's, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's listen. Let's get into the record. Let's start listening to uh, the first song, uh, the title track, Rust for Life.
2: I'm worth a
3: million in prizes. I wear my torture film. Job a GTO. I wear a uniform. A lot of government loan. I'm worth a million in prizes. Yeah, I'm throwing sleeping on the sidewalk. No more beating my brains. i no more beating my brains. I wear a. With liquor and drugs. Well, I'm just a modern guy. Of course, I had it in my ear before. And I've been lost my for-
1: A million advisors, what is that?
2: Got, <laughs> Got a uniform, I'm on a government loan. So, for years and years and years, I have been trying to track down the source of that drumbeat. I seriously, what, what,
4: what, I, I heard what you said earlier. So, what did you come up with? It's, it's Can't Hurry Love, it's hurry the love. Supremes,
2: it's Can't Hurry Love by the Supremes. That so, took
4: I do years to find that.
2: <laughs> If you knew it, you certainly didn't volunteer. Oh, you didn't even know I got, that
4: was? I got sent an interview with uh, with Hunt Sales drummer. Uh, so I got... Uh, Rose Ortiz in New York City sent me uh, the interview. And he happened to be hanging out with... Uh, he met Hal Blaine. I don't know uh, if he drummed on yeah, it on yeah. or not. Oh. But, but he also admits to being moved by uh, uh, I Want Candy. So if you take the... the oh,
2: right, right. But from...
4: The because progression...
2: The, the original I Want Candy. But right, you, right, right, the Bow Wow Wow. Wow
4: Oh, no, by The Strange Loves. But So, yeah, right, so if you take the, the, the sound progression with the sound and the feel of yeah. I Want oh, Candy, sure, and right. you get yeah. your lust for life. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Because it doesn't feel like, you know, you can't hurry, love. Lust for life, if you overlay it over, over, it, does, it doesn't go at all. Well,
2: I figured out lust for life's an A, and can't hurry, love's an B flat, so... I
4: think it's more than that, but... But yeah, there's probably... I work for There's an influence. There is an influence and I'm sure when you edit this, you're going to prove people. Well, no,
2: no, well, the thing is, it's it's that you, what you look for is like the like where did it start, like so the Supremes, Can't hurry really Love. Like I was thinking, okay, before Motown, like who is yeah, who's, somebody's
4: ripping somebody always? So,
2: and then of course, who pilfered this beat 100 percent for their big hit song?
4: Oh,
1: uh, that band Jet. Jet. That and that what was did, the song Jet. called? Oh, right. Um, are you going
2: to... Um, One-hit wonder assholes? Yeah. Is that what this, gonna, the song was called? Why are they
1: assholes? <laughs> <laughs> they could be nice kids. You they don't stole, know. You're you're they, stole the, they
2: stole the uh, rhythm. We all steal. They, yeah, steal. But that I, got was, a,
4: I even got a different feel on that one. So I, I, I don't relate Lust for Life with... Uh, even though... With, with a Can't Hurry Love. Although... I, you know i see the influence for sure It would be un- I undeniable I, I, I
2: didn't think about it until this week actually and then i was like damn there it is well i
4: saw the interview if not I, but trust me i would not have come up with this on my own but yeah, yeah I, but yeah. he was he actually says i was i was really moved because after the after these guys played they took off their wigs these long-haired dudes and they were all wigs <laughs> he was like freaked the out by it. the strange loves he all was right, really cool. freaked out by it. okay great. But, um, he, but he
1: loved the sound he did all right, so we get into the second song, which I'm glad we're I'm glad it's the second song. I'm glad we're going to get past it because as as dads, we're all dads of daughters. This song is a, a kind of troubling, and it's kind of it's uh, inappropriate. It's very inappropriate. Uh, it's taboo. Listen to a little bit of sixteen.
4: Quirky, whimsical song.
3: <laughs> well, Show which, it's
2: you also my explosion the, it's sweet also, Sixteen. It's
1: also the the like rawest, most primal sounding it song on the yeah, whole yeah. record. And he,
2: but uh, all right, so the thing although is, although at the time his girlfriend, so in defensive, Iggy. No, oh, in, go ahead Try and, do it. Try and do it <laughs> Well no His girlfriend was a photographer And she was in her 20s Early yeah, 20s That ain't 16 but dude he
1: also, Yeah but he also Why it's troubling Is because he dated The notorious groupie Sable star Before she was 16 Oh I didn't know that and She was even younger than 16 oh. yeah. Yes he, he dated I'm doing air quotes Ladies and gentlemen Okay That's uh, and no bueno That's
4: and no it, bueno I know it's different times And everything But that's still no he, bueno And he doesn't apologize If you read He says Now baby I know That's not normal But I love you The, the, the dude's not even fucking and apologizing no, no, for it. No, no, he's
1: not. Really, yeah. And he's
4: showing her maybe now explosion. He
1: would. <laughs> maybe now he would. the uh, big? I just got
3: to say, oi. That's, well, this I mean, is Berlin in the 70s. How old was Iggy Pop that, in 77? Um, 14.
2: 30, probably. 30, 20, yeah, 30. Maybe. He's like 70 now. Can I
4: just apologize to Iggy Pop if he ever hears this? Because... What? I really don't know him. We're like... Well, none of you all know him, but... Well, do you all know him? I don't know no. him,
1: but I know for a fact that he dated a girl that was like 14 no, years not old. That <laughs> part. When he was in
4: his 20s, I know that. I'm just apologizing for myself. I'm reading into this stuff, and God knows if it's right or wrong. He's fine. Believe He's fine. All
3: right. So, all sorry. Right. Sorry. All
1: right. Let's move, let's move on from no that. No one
3: apologized to Gene Simmons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good point, Chris.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Let's move on. Uh, I suspect... I'm sorry are words Gene Simmons does not hear said to him very often <laughs> <All right. laughs> two other words probably a lot <laughs> alright <laughs> good point
1: alright so this next song kind of in a way I think it kind of explains just Iggy's whole his whole thing his whole vibe and it's also got a really great opening riff uh, let's listen to Some Weird Sin <laughs>
2: Blaming Sweet Sixteen, right? With yeah, the that's, next what, I'm, that's song. what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, because he's saying he's basically saying he's he's an outcast. He's an alien, but he's ultimately embracing that feeling that like he's d- digging in. Uh, to the weirdness, to it, the it, weirdness
2: it, that, that I is, never got is, my license life. to live. Right, right. They right. won't give it up.
4: It goes beyond. He's looking for answers, and he's trying whatever. And also, course, there's,
2: I mean, he was a he was a strung out drug addict. I was about and, to say
4: there's actually a subtle uh, clue, and he uses the word "pin." And when you do heroin, yeah, your eyes get yeah, pinned. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, right, right. It's a, a very subtle clue that it's about. Yeah, I mean, heroin. Yeah. Sorry, Yiggy, if it's that's not true. One of the Disclaimer. reasons. So, He's of the reasons this,
2: so stop apologizing. David Bo- or I'm of reasons, all of that out. No!
1: So one of the re- reasons. Uncle David Bowie wanted to take him to Germany was to get, get him, him away from, away from the drugs. how'd that I think, work out? I think they did a <laughs> lot of drugs in Germany. No, I think they drank. Drugs are available in I, Germany.
2: My understanding was it was drink. <laughs> in Berlin. Oh, like okay, Bowie okay. was off of cocaine. Okay. Oh, and so good Bo- for him. <laughs> Bowie stayed off of coke from low until I think the end. The anthem lodge. Well, oh. Hunt, Hunt sales Lodger. alluded
4: Hunt sales alluded to a well, lot Hunt, of different act- activity which Well, Hunt may Tony or,
2: sales I mean uh, one of the sales brothers were definitely not teetotalers. So Well,
4: well he didn't look all that that great on the interview. <laughs> 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 he didn't look like a teetotaler. Um
1: yeah, but still, a uh, uh, great song, Some Weird Sing, and now we get to uh,
4: one of my favorite so songs. Wait, 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 time right, out, go ahead. time out, yes, time go out, going, go going back to Some Weird Sing, it's Let's not do... just, so yeah, the obvious thought is drugs, but oh, but he left some breadcrumbs that it's not just a drug, he's looking for, I mean, he's an outsider and, and all that, right? but he's looking for an answer, it's almost a philosophical song that he's looking for some kind of enlightenment whether it's crazy activities or drugs he, he's not well, he's describing
2: of, the Iggy personality people who he's not there's people who knew him have said there's 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 Jim which is the regular guy you meet right and then there's Iggy, Iggy right and that Iggy is the id character that's like
4: Joey Recht and Joey Maya
2: Joey, right? Sorry and Joey to put myself
4: in that kind of comparison. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah, right. Yeah, me and Iggy, me time. and Iggy, That's go way back. That's what people
2: say all the time. Oh yeah, people, people stop me in Joey. the street and go, oh, yeah, "Are, you, are Joey, you like Iggy and Joey, Joey Mayo?" <laughs> that
4: reminds man. me of Iggy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, so uh, but I think uh, Jim Morrison also. There was Jim, and then there was what was the alter ego?
4: Um,
2: Jimbo.
1: Oh really? Yeah,
2: Jimbo. They said when Jimbo came out, that yeah. was when things went took a turn for the worse and
1: Iggy actually looked up to Jim Morris in a way he actually he did. did he was a yes. fan of Jim Morris he Morrison certainly again. was um what I'm talking about Talk about a mess train wreck uh alright so let's get the next song the one of my favorite songs amazing one of my favorite songs ever and that that guitar play that session guitar player is the Ricky one that Gardner, yeah. came up with this riff sure uh, let's listen to a little bit of The Passenger I think, Barry, when you do this, sometimes you forget we're doing a show. I do. Yeah, that's
2: what it's all about. And you act like you're
1: doing a a DJ set. Yeah, because...
2: The thing is, I I I I don't really really give a shit about the the show. I really care about the music. Just just so we're clear, the show is an excuse for me to listen to music. Uh, And this is
4: the piece de resistance of the entire album. Oh, Joey.
2: It is the song that's like, you know, sort of genius level (laughs) observation.
4: Shit, the lyrics are, you know layered with complex meaning it's, yeah, it's, it's odles and, odals and ho- of meaning.
2: hollow sky it's it a
4: literary is, this whole thing is a literary piece of work it, it, is. it
1: is every and line and it's crazy because none of it was written beforehand most nope, of it he they was like up. sort of yeah well there's just one
2: thing that they had things. done for well, the like been, kill city sessions in 75 Turned oh, right. blue. Or I, yeah,
1: but but he but he changed the lyrics right, in that. They had the right, basic right, right, of it, right. but he did change the lyrics of it. But this this song also has one of my favorite uh, things that comes up in songs. It's basically four chords, and then the last chord changes every other one yeah, Right? Yeah, and, yeah. And it's actually really tricky. It sounds simple, but if you've ever tried nope. playing it, it's tricky to play. It, it is, and because th- it's got that certain swing to it, and also yeah. the. They don't always do. Sometimes they repeat that fourth chord like they've got to do it right. twice because it depends yep. when he comes in and sings it, right? Yep. So it can get very. So and it's, it's got, just got those like
2: incredible background vocals. Oh yeah, singing yeah. La, la, that's what you were waiting. You had to get oh, that in. I right? had to get that yeah, in, yeah, in, in because they turned this song into it, a commercial too. I think. Oh, did they? I'm pretty sure. Well, Susie yeah. and the Banshee. Yes, Bans- they, is, they, right, they right. did. They right. did. It's rare that cover versions are Toyota. but Susie the Banshee's cover this is really great. yes, yeah. So
4: this is a combination of. Like amazing music And just magnificent lyrics Everything is just on the song It all comes together
2: Yeah. All right, so. This song's in the pantheon as they go. So, you know?
1: supposedly, partially, it was partly inspired by the fact that he was riding around uh, North America and Europe in David Bowie's car because at the time he didn't have a uh, driver's license or a vehicle. Right. So he had to be sort of uh, shuttled around by David right. and, Bowie and he was the, the passenger in and the car. David
2: Bowie's car, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, and looks he was, yeah. His I mean, window. Bowie really. Bowie, what Bowie, does he see? Bowie really pulled him out of. Like, he did. He did. He was like living. I think he was living with his mom, or he was living. You know, he was just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was destroyed.
1: He did, and then, and then oh, he admits that. And even and even afterwards, Bowie basically, I think on his uh, Tonight album, he put like three Iggy Pop songs on it, just so he knew he needed, so he would get the royalties. Oh, for sure, the yeah, songs. right, right.
2: <laughs> well, China China Girl was uh, uh, one of the Bowie. Bowie had a huge hit with that. Is that right? On the
4: but the the figurative meaning of of riding in in the car of course. Is, is
2: oh sure yeah it's like you, it's your observer in your mind looking out through your eyes right. and you know you're riding around and taking all this. And in. He was
4: also making a social statement. Is that really mine? Is that really ours? And yeah, and the song right. starts kind of uh, optimistic. You know let you know like let's find out. You know we're gonna ride and ride. Right. And then it That's becomes right. neutral. And if you read let's the let's
2: take a ride and see what's mine. It, it, it
4: ends up dark <laughs> at the end. Oh yeah And then then you know what When he realizes He can't do anything about it He's singing La la la, la What the fuck right. Am I going to do about that's this That's right
1: I can't do anything That's again. very deep For you Joey For a uh, drummer I'm very impressed <laughs> Yeah he wrote the, he's the one That wrote the books We didn't write the books Yeah, Rob, yeah kind of so.
4: That's funny <laughs> Why am I here <laughs> <laughs> No
2: that's awesome um, Pure entertainment buddy Pure entertainment Yeah now we're all We're all friends here Ladies That's and gentlemen That's
4: right
1: uh, Here at that record Got me
2: high Alright so We're let's, laughing with you Not at you Let's sorry. stay chillin now We're laughing <after laughs> for once Later on Later on we'll do that
1: Alright let's take a little break We're about halfway through uh, We're here with uh, Chris Bellis at Laser Wolf We're gonna pick the winners To our uh, The Drummer of Miami Beach Book giveaway For you wanna do air patrons. quotes When we say
2: winners? <laughs> oh have to
1: Autographed <laughs> copies Come on Alright we'll be back In a minute with more That record got me high We'll be back in a minute
0: Okay, listen, I thought I was perfectly clear in my first appearance, you don't seem to be getting the message, in order, to, not, be, a loser, you must go to, is, this, tomorrow, com i realize i have a south african accent but i'm perfectly understandable unless you are a blithering idiot i'm not slurring my words because i haven't had that much to drink yet all of the information you need to become one of the cool people is it is this tomorrow.com. they paid me a lot of money to come up with this pitch And if you don't go for it and visit isthistomorrow.com I'm going to have to skip town. They're nice people, and I'd hate to have to do that. So do me a favor and get up off your inconsiderate ass and go to isthistomorrow.com. I don't care what you do there, frankly. Just click on some shit. Do it now and nobody gets hurt feelings. Right, I'll refresh your memory in case you forgot is this tomorrow.com
2: You see, you see what I'm talking about. You see what Robin has to put up with. Can they hear us? Can they hear us? They're nodding their heads. (laughs) Oh
1: oh, shit! It's live.
2: It's a live show, Joey.
1: This is horrible. All right, we are
2: back. This is your life, Joey.
1: this is That Record Got Me High. That is Barry Stock.
2: That is Rob Elba. We're
1: here with our uh, very good friend, uh, the drummer of Miami Beach, Joey Maya. And we also have Dan Bonebreak in the house. So the Yay. That Record Got Me High band is technically, technically we could do a gig right now if we had instruments and if we could remember any of the songs that we did.
2: That's true. <laughs> right. I have a P.S. wouldn't. <laughs> uh, that's right chris has PA. all
1: right maybe we'll do that maybe like for anniversary thing or something we'll play. oh that's a and good we, idea And right? there's
2: enough wives here so that they could ignore the band while they were playing <laughs> which is an important component play to no one <laughs> play to no one
1: um all right so we're talking about how did we play hon
2: oh it was it was great
1: we're talking about
4: <laughs> i saw you on facebook and then thing. they go back to, <laughs> back to looking at their phone Okay so or,
2: yes. Before I don't blame him.
1: Before we do anything else during the break, we gotta, uh, picks. We gotta Joey pick Joey helped, no, we picked, Joey did it. We did it. Okay. You missed it, Barry. But uh the, the three three winners... I didn't see it, so
2: I think that this nope. is just gonna no, be people. No, Rob
1: put it through the randomizer. No, we did. We we did. It's all it's all up and up. Uh the winner of the three autographed Drummer of Miami Beach, Joey Maya Books, is Mister Brent Appleton.
2: Brent Appleton, Please come to Mr. the Jim, principal's office. Jim
1: Murphy, Jim, Jim, Jim Murphy. Murphy, you're and, also in trouble. And Barry, you're gonna you're gonna be happy about this. Right, I'm happy about oh, this too. Right, our third winner is Mister Steve Mitchner, Steve
2: Mitchner, three time guest, and uh, also gonna be. A I'm, a, I'm
1: not gonna melt him though. He's got to come get it. <laughs> <I'm
2: gonna laughs> hey, tell you know that. what? We want to. We we got to meet in person sometime. Yeah, he's got to come. Steve get it. Steve is sort of the um, secret. He's like uh, the. Um, the Pete Best of uh, That Record Got Me <laughs> he High. He
1: is. He's like getting us guests and he's uh, yeah, man. very cranky when we do a record he doesn't like which well, is you know, every other record.
2: That's fine.
1: <laughs> Alright, but this record I know uh, he approved of because he said... I'm sure he did. He, he actually said, what am I going to complain about for a week if you guys do that? <laughs> is he exactly. the mystery person that's running your... Uh, website? No, he's not.
2: We have no, no, we have no we have mystery no, person no, running our website. M- <laughs> All right. This, just me.
1: This next song is a song that actually David Bowie did on his record and he actually made it. It's the title uh, song to his record but he left out the dark opening part of it which yes. totally like changed the song, right? Yes. Uh, but let's listen to a little bit of tonight.
2: It's uh, uh, like an, an opera. Like, oh, you get the, you know, the opening, and then he's down by the bed. So
4: I, I have to address the elephant in the room: who, who who did it better?
2: Oh, Iggy, come on. Well,
1: this, but they're different. Actually, the David Bowie, uh, Tina Turner version is 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 awesome in itself. It's completely different. And the reason that I read David Bowie said one of the reasons he didn't. Include the whole um, junkie girlfriend dying thing <laughs> at the beginning was he? he didn't want to inflict that on Tina. <laughs> he didn't want to. Oh, he yeah, didn't want to like right. give Tina that baggage for the song. So it makes it kind of just like a regular sweet love song, right? Of they course, did it, of course. And uh, totally changes it. So yeah, you know. but
2: th- it belong. You know, it it came from here and it's got it that, that that whole? vibe of this record all the sounds and the background vocals oh and the, the background
1: the, vocals is just the incredible it's, it's, and it,
2: incredible. it just the whole it's and it's got that um they were using this bowie at the time was playing this arp string synthesizer that they had run through a bunch of electronics and so he it was they used that on a bunch of things like you can hear it on these records ah, all of these okay, records okay. and it's got this particular sound um I think he plays it on that Dinah Shore appearance. There was, there's a, a Dinah Shore Iggy Pop appearance. Oh, it's From great. around yeah, this it's time, really great. It is. with Bowie playing piano and this, um, this keyboard.
4: What's What's also found in the record is uh, the theme of opposing forces. You have this beautiful song. Yeah. But if you, if you, if you understand what the song is about, oh it's, yeah. it's a horrible situation. Right, right. right. So you have this beautiful song that if you. Don't listen to the words. You think, "Oh, what a beautiful song!" But if you if you know the words, you're like, "This is about a, a young, you know, person." Oh, yeah, OD. ding I knew that too soon. Her young life was through. True. They, they, um, and they and they won't take her to the to the hospital. They they, they can't talk about it. They're, right, they're, they're, that's there, right. There's a stanza that's that right. says, "No one moves. No one talks. No one thinks. No one walks tonight. This yeah, yeah, stays yeah, right. with us. This bitch is dying." That's oh, right. Well, I never. Also, put, I, I never. I actually never put that together. If you but think that's, about that's also
2: another record from the same time with the same exact situation, "Street Hassle" by Lou Reed. Where there's a the scene where the guy's wife, yes, yes, they've come yes, into yes. the city and the guy's wife is OD'd and the dealer says, you just basically, you got to walk away. She's just another another junkie that, you know, this song, did too much.
4: This song sticks to me like a rash. It does. Yeah, well, there but for the grace of God goes uh, Joey yeah, right. right? Yeah,
2: you right.
1: Right? Am I wrong? No, you, you, are, you are right. Thank you. That every every guest at one point has to say that I'm right about something. It's part of our contract. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I make them sign a waiver at first. Uh, all right, so we flip the record. It over. It becomes enraged. So otherwise. Joey, do you remember when you had
4: this? Did you have this originally uh, vinyl? No, no, number? no. Oh, my, uh, the lady out uh, the, not a lady. She was a girl. Yeah. Yes, the we lady. Young. She was she wasn't she, she wasn't was 16 two, She was two she, years older yeah. than me. So okay, she was a lady. Yeah, okay, that's right. That's, so she that. had the record. Okay,
1: okay. Uh, so we flip it over side two, and uh, we get another this song. And it, unfortunately, she OD'd. I oh, mean, no. but not not
4: uh, seriously, she OD'd.
1: Um, so everything was not all right tonight uh, for that one. All right, let's listen to the first song side two. Listen to a little bit of success. Comes my
2: Chinese, Chinese rug, rug. We're not, and we didn't get to the bridge um, where he goes. Um, wh- how does it go? There's a bit in the bridge. It's all so ironically tongue in cheek. Yeah, well, this is total it, sarcasm. It is Iggy. Does Iggy
4: Pop give a shit about a Chinese well, rug? Not
2: only that, he was not successful right, at right, the right. time. Well,
4: absurd. <laughs> no, but he felt it. He felt it coming.
2: I, 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 I don't know. It was quite a few years before Iggy was before that commercial I think
1: this is his sense. Of, uh, on top of everything else, Iggy has like a really good sense of like a wry, absurdist sense of, of humor. Of course, and that's he's one of your this, he's
2: one of your people. That's, that's one that's of the themes right, yeah. throughout James the James Osterberg, <laughs> right. from uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan.
1: So that's what. Uh, yeah, this song definitely uh, definitely has that. And it's got a lovely, feel good vibe to it. While you're while in the last it.
2: ditch. Call. I'll think of you,
1: but I feel like this song, especially, you can hear him just sort of making, uh, throwing the words out there and sort oh, of yeah. making things. up oh, yeah, and it's brilliant at the at, towards the end of the song, he sort of flubs a line and then he says, "Oh shit," and I'm then crazy. the backup things go, "Oh
3: shit, oh, oh shit." shit. <laughs> it's
1: so good. They're, whatever he calls, they'll they'll uh, yeah, they'll respond. Um, what do you think of this song, Chris? You gotta love this song, Man, right? I mean, I, I picture you and Jordan singing this, like in the morning, <laughs> <right>? anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah, together. To yeah,
3: skipping the work, holding hands. Here comes the Chinese <laughs> <Yeah>. run party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Iggy does drive a
2: Bentley around now, so he does. Uh, yeah. He's right. dri- he's driven around. He has driven. Around, I believe. Yeah. I believe now. he's driven in the Bentley. Correct. Ah, oh, oh, maybe. I've seen him. him. I've seen pictures oh, of him, seen driving him driving it. it? Yeah. Yeah. I-, I thought he was driven in the Bentley.
1: I don't think he should be driving anymore. I don't know. I'm just gonna say
2: yeah. that. <laughs> uh, maybe now at this point. But.
3: I don't know. He just played a show with so Las Lubes,
2: right? And it was uh, that's pretty.
3: Las Lubes, That's right. Uh, they Las did Noobes some Stooges uh, songs.
2: Yeah, they did. They, they said it was fun. High. He said they told he told them they were the best, easiest studies he'd ever worked with because they didn't try to overplay anything. Nice. They just like did it. it was, like, there's a
3: video of a show with him or you know a performance of him with them yeah, recently. Yeah, sure, yeah. And it's like the audience
2: doesn't. I don't
3: think they're ready for Iggy Pop. You know yeah. they, everything. Maybe they know who he is, but he hasn't slowed down. A, no, beat. no, no. He hasn't. Well, it was a, you were right about that audience not being ready for him. They no. were like, oh, what the, like his
4: pants falling off. Well, and it's jumping it in was the a state, Gucci you know,
3: event. It was a oh, the oh, Gucci event, right? So
0: yeah, like,
2: yeah, even even yeah. more. Well, Hunt
4: Sales was like in, in, in a um, band when he was like fourteen can't hear years. Him.
2: That's weird because Chris is he's up in the mic. Uh, can't hear me. Can you hear him now? We're just talking over him. It's the show. It's the secret of our show. Yeah. The, the Stooges
4: there. weren't Michael Moore. The Stooges weren't like you know <laughs> mega musicians. They they kept it simple. Yeah. And it sounded great. Right. Right. Right.
3: I mean, just let you do a singer. You're, yeah. you're probably pretty good. I guess. What, I actually. Exactly. Just,
4: today, earlier today, I watched that documentary,
1: the Stooges documentary. Uh, yeah, yeah. Jimmy uh, Dermish, Yeah. Oh, it's really good.
2: It is, but there's so little footage of them that you go, how did these guys? Be around for so long,
1: yeah, you're right, because they kept showing a lot of the same things. And there's over only so and over much, over. and
2: some of it's like pulled off of YouTube and shit. There's just not that much footage. Yeah. I, it was good, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. I think I discovered Iggy Pop through this,
3: him and the Stooges, with like Search and Destroy was in a skate video or something. Oh, yeah, yes! sure. uh, yeah. that's right, I think and that's uh, like one of my favorite songs right? by them or him or them. Oh. When uh, totally, yeah. the Guitar
1: Hero was big, I remember my daughter playing them. Oh, Wait, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's Search and Destroy. Oh, that's yeah. the Stooges, yeah. it's a
2: great song, yeah. Yeah, it, great. it certainly is. Since Search and Destroy was a um the term used by um, uh, soldiers in Vietnam when they would go out and basically they were on a the mission was, you, as you say, find stuff and blow it up. Well, that was what? 69-70 that,
4: 60, that came out. Yeah. Well,
2: Search and Destroy came out in 73, but it was referencing this term that guys coming back from Vietnam were say, you know, this is we want on to Search and Destroy mission. How yeah. do you have yeah. that
4: information at the tip of your fucking
2: tongue? Well, in the 80s, too, <laughs> yeah. I was a skater in the I 80s, and it was search and Destroy,
3: and and it all <laughs> good at I think it. from good all that. Oh, yeah? Skate yeah. And Destroy was from Search and Destroy, I'm sure.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, you're probably right. Oh, yeah,
3: for sure, yeah. I'm um, right, the well, world's forgotten boy.
1: Speaking of, of heroin We have more heroin (laughs) here in this next song. Yeah, Uh, right. This is, let's listen to a little bit of Turn Blue.
3: see a black Eldorado. Oh, rolling along down below my window. That black girl in the back looks pretty good. Crash, she's... Beautiful. You know how soft she is. Just didn't feel like.
0: Well, I'm so far away from her. Jesus. This is Iggy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is the most interesting song on the entire album. It's the most a, what? It's like a pardon uh, me.
1: Tour de force. Iggy
4: tour de force. I'm not saying it's the best song on the album. I believe it is the most interesting song on the album
2: because he's just rapping about Riffing, what's going yeah. on it's, inside his head. It's, it's a head.
4: confessional. Jesus, Jesus.
2: This is Iggy. He's
4: he's and so this so I get this.
2: they get off on you
1: this is a uh, this is like a a heroin addict uh, right desperate heroin heroin addict title comes from a, um, a slang term for a heroin overdose you turn, you turn blue. blue
2: yeah right um, oh,
1: yeah because the victim's skin, because you lose
4: oxygen. And he's wondering whether he is going to turn what color blue right. or, yeah, right. or
2: otherwise. but uh, And this knows, one this one originates during the period where he was, really. Right, because turn blue is the one from uh, Killed City, right? It was an earlier... You, you right, can't, yeah, you can't right, fake City, this.
4: Yeah. I, I feel what he's saying
2: here. <laughs> it's a, he was a mess.
1: Right. So do you remember when you heard, do you remember the first time hearing this? I, I, don't, I don't. It's scary. I, I don't you really go, remember what I had for go, breakfast. What the hell, <laughs> I remember the hell is that, going on? Jesus? It's but he, yes. starts talk, he starts
2: talking, and the things he's talking about, he's talking about, like, um, you know, All right, s- so, sex and drugs in a very intimate
1: way. Let me, let me ask you guys, way. because he's, he's, at first he's talking to Jesus, but who do you think he's referring to when he says, Jesus, uh, it's cold in this room, it's really cold. You know, I never told you about this, but there was one guy, somebody I really love. Yeah. He's never around. Who's he talking about?
2: One guy I never told you about, He's never around That's usually a, around. A, a, a dad or something That's what I'm thinking His parents loved good, him A good relationship yeah, With his parents They thought They set up a whole room in the trailer just for him to play <laughs> for drums where he the, drums they in the gave trailer but they
4: their bedroom but that, that <laughs> yeah. line reinforces that it's a confessional he's like he says it then it repeats it you know right. it's almost a conversation you know And he like, said, like uh, he's thinking about whether he should continue or not right. and, and, and that's said, what a confessional uh, well, is he, about he's
1: <laughs>
3: uh,
4: taking things that could be alright that
1: could be nice and makes them ugly so damn oh, ugly so maybe he's so looking for
3: God and God never
2: is around God's no, never or, answering when
1: you're about to OD you look for God Okay. Yeah, also, I'm thinking maybe he's talking about himself. Maybe he's talking about I, Iggy. I,
2: I yeah. absolutely agree. James talking about Iggy. Ooh, Jim never sh- – where's Jim? Yeah, right. It, he takes
1: it, everything <laughs> that could
4: be nice and makes him so Iggy, damn Iggy, ugly. Iggy
2: turns it into he everything. He, like, rubs yes.
4: peanut butter all over um, himself, himself, right. That's so right. Set, my second favorite line is, if you want to make it, you got to make someone come. You got to
2: make somebody come. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: Still true uh, to this thing. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey Weinstein going to jail, everybody. Thank you. Whoa, I didn't know it was still playing I'm there. Sorry. I was thinking
4: more in the figurative <laughs> Thank sense. Thank Barry, you. I was thinking more in the figurative sense, by the way.
2: Yeah, well. The old Hollywood You can't be uh,
4: average. You've got to get well, somebody over that. Did you ever edge?
2: see the Iggy? Um, there's a book he put out. Came out in the eighties, like a book of a, a biography about him that had a lot of photos and stuff. There's a naked photo of them, and average is not what you would use to describe <laughs> Iggy Pop.
1: <laughs> you ever read, I, I read something. Uh, Seriously. One of the, um, Good for Iggy. One of the brothers was saying something like they would, when they would rehearse in his house, and then one time they all showed up to rehearsal, and Iggy answered the door, and he was completely naked. Bingo. <laughs> and, he like, and he didn't want to bother putting up clothes. And they're like, there's not even any girls here. It's just us. Can you just put some pants, pants on?
2: on well, I know? saw him right. at the
4: Agora kind of almost in that... Right.
2: Yeah, when he when he sh- came on stage, and I saw him in 79 in Orlando at this club called Spit. It's like my maybe my second rock concert. I sort of snuck in, and uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts opened up, and then he walks out on stage, and he's wearing a pair of gray corduroys with a gigantic pee stain <laughs> right on, like <laughs> wet, like nice. he went and peed, and then went right to the stage, and it just didn't shake it off or anything, and it's like, <laughs> and people were just like... Sort of flabbergasted, like okay. this Mesmerized is... Mesmerized by you know, this is terrifying. I'm sure he's so covered in sweat by the end of the set that yeah, doesn't he was. Even matter. Yeah, yeah. It's,
4: it's like having a giant something on your head. Or you just stare at it, it like in was- Cheech and Chong. Don't look at his mole, man. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. So next song on here. This Hey is- man, what's that on your face? <laughs> This is a great song I feel like this is the most Straightforward Like great Song But it's more like Just like you're, you're, you're Just like a good song yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. grinder And it's, like, and it's about a Desperation too I think Let's listen to a little bit Of uh, Neighborhood Threat Kiss your trash
2: I love that line (laughs) I think that line Comes from a different place Than the rest of the lyrics I think He's talking about Well maybe he's talking about himself Like being Iggy And wherever you go to live somewhere And you're You know You look a little bit sketchy And you do things That maybe are a little bit Disconcerting to people And so you're the neighborhood threat Um, But then Everybody wants to kiss your trash Is I think people coming up to him and being like, oh, Iggy, uh, blah, 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 you know, and he doesn't feel that about himself. He feels like, you know, I'm just this, I'm could, this guy.
4: It could also be a statement as society as a whole. True. And, and the clue I get is somewhere a baby's pleading, somewhere a mother's needing, outside her boy is trying, but mostly his crying.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. It could
4: describe society, the problems Desperate of society. people, it's like a, a desperation, and right? you Desperate know. People. I mean that's what's it's very applicable to today's Agreed. society yeah and this song is def- I agree this, this song is is definitely a change up from the rest of the record it
2: is it's a different feel it's a different um yep yeah. Great
4: uh, again! Great guitar work from
1: uh, Ricky Gardner. This but it still got the sound.
2: But it still has the sound of the of that oh, place. The, the, the in drums.
1: It. Listening to this the, in the headphone now, the drums are just so huge on huge this and record. Right? By
4: by so accident, I mean uh, the way it's it's by accident. I think it's maybe the, maybe well, it's, it's the, not. Maybe a I'm room, not giving you know, big maybe I'm not giving somebody credit. But it just,
2: I think they're in the big room at Hansa, and you know they're mic'd up so that the, the room is mic'd and you can hear. Well, the the
4: drummer flew in. I mean I saw the interview he goes he flew in and and spent the whole night getting fucking wasted
2: shows up Bing, bingo and,
4: and records right and it, yeah yeah right. I mean it was really quick
1: yeah
2: yeah well they said they're going to make a record in 2 weeks do yeah. you make a a a rock major label release right Two Written, weeks.
4: recorded, and mixed
2: in two <laughs> weeks, and, and, it's it's per- just, uh, and it's perfection.
4: Yeah. It's not just sloppy. It's, it's actually, if you if you if you listen to it, it it's perfect. There are well, what,
2: what, perfect. what Iggy said was yes, right, even he, the mistakes are David perfect. Bowie, exactly. David exactly. didn't have a chance to think about right once. David started starts. Oh, maybe we could try this and this. He's got to Iggy's got to keep going like yeah, snapping exactly, his fingers. Exactly. He's next, stay ahead next, next, of him, next, next, be, next, yeah, next, max, max, max,
4: good. Uh, maybe true. they were doing crank. Apparently. Okay, this last song, uh, yeah. Barry, uh,
1: let me know what you think because I feel like this last song, even though it's great, it's a great record clo- closer. But this song sounds like it could be on the album before. Idiot! Okay. It okay. sounds like uh, because so I went idiot the other song.
4: way. This is a precursor to his solo stuff. Really? Well, this is his solo stuff. By but the way, I, I'm
2: not what talking about. He's talking about <laughs> New Values, right? New Values was the next record.
4: This is Iggy Pop
2: record we're doing, Kelly.
4: <laughs> See, I knew it was going to boil down to this. If I just waited long enough,
2: <laughs> humiliation is yours. Come to that, record got me high. we would be glad to provide moments uh, of utter we humiliation. I know.
4: Correct our guess.
1: Um, All right, but we'll just especially listen to it. when they're let's right. Let's listen to it real quick and tell me. Just the the sound of it reminds me of idiot. I was listening to the uh, the idiot and the sound of it, but let's listen let's to uh, fall in love with me.
2: Fall yeah. in love with me.
1: song was written about his girlfriend at the time, who you mentioned
2: Esther yes. Friedman. Esther Friedman, the photographer. appropriate She was, <laughs> and, and she God. took some... You just Google Esther Friedman with two N's. She took incredible photos of him during this whole era in Berlin, one of which I used for a little promo thing on Facebook, but it's just... She was... She, she like, you know, obviously was... They were a perfect match as far as a photographer and a subject, you know. I, I think you know, but uh, he wanted her to fall in love with she, him.
3: She took that young picture of him with the bangs that you posted. On yeah. The, that oh, one yeah. Cover, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. There's a, there's a whole yeah. bunch of them where it just you just one after the other. You're like, damn. Yeah. Him in these West <laughs> Berlin settings, which are just it was perfect for him at the time. Um and. A table made of wood. I love that line. There's something about that line that's so—it's so kind, of, kind of poetic, perfect. Yeah, it's, and
1: then he says, "Yeah," and then, and then he then uses he, the word wood the other he way. Tells him he tells her, "He
2: wish you would." would.
1: You know, right. part
4: part of literature, part of being a good writer, Is you got to tell things. And, and Iggy Pop is a is a master writer.
2: Um, well, yeah, because he, he, he boils it down. You
4: got to tell what's on his mind. You got to say it plainly, but you have to say it yeah. artistically, and that's right. really not easy yeah. to do. Right. right, and he nails it with that line. You nailed that line. Yes. a table made of wood. What, why the? What, wood. Why is that right.
2: important? Because you, in your mind, you picture it, and you know where he is. That's and you know, what, makes what the his, situation is a bottle of white wine and you.
4: That's what makes his literature. But also not just,
1: keeping mm-hmm. it brief, though. Keeping it like getting like Barry said, getting right to the point. Right to just the point. I sure, actually, that's his style. When I was watching that documentary, he mentioned that he used to watch. I Soupy sales show. Oh, and P2. Soupy sales oh, used to yes. tell kids to write into him, but he said, remember kids, keep it 25 words or
2: less. <laughs> Short attention span. I would
3: say that soupy. most of our younger audience probably does not know who Soupy sales is. I was. actually <laughs> somehow, so I, they, I must have had,
4: they must have, have run I can tell you there's no way our younger audience knows yeah. who Soupy, I, soupy, soupy I, sales is.
3: I know that he, yeah, randomly just because I of like barely maybe a living or I remember or watching Chris Soupy sales on TV. I was thinking
2: about this. You're not that much younger. You know, we talk about Chris like he's a little kid. Soupy sales
3: is from like the 50s. Dude, that's black That's black and white black so and white tv we,
2: yeah, yeah but yeah. i watched him on tv i remember we i love su- yeah i love what Soopie was super sales.
3: sales's catchphrase there was like a something like, like something, uh, was he something was just like, hilarious i mean he was there just was goofy, some kind of yeah
2: and he would do wacky stuff and the only reason i know him he was is because of like daffy of some duck catchphrase in human yeah. form like daffy duck was human that was super sales <laughs> It's stupid. I'll tell you what.
1: His sons ended up being one badass
2: rhythm section. Rhythm section, right? So so,
4: There are monsters on this record. So going back to to you saying, so technically, I'm I'm sure you're right because you guys are always fucking right. Yeah, we are. (laughs) That goes without saying. But so yeah, it's a solo effort. Things that are
2: not true. But
4: when you do an album with Iggy Pop and you know maybe former Stooges, it's really not a solo effort. So I, I do believe this song. It, it it feels like Iggy Pop in the future.
1: Okay, the future like the uh, five put one and I'm bored and all the, the
4: stuff he was doing. We're not right.
2: Life. We're just opinionated. We are opinionated.
4: <laughs> no, I'm talking about blah blah blah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Soldier has some cool songs on it too, He does. Know. I
1: mean, he's always done, you know, he, he, he's he's done good good stuff and even some of his more recent stuff has been cool, different, but uh, It's hard to top Loss for Life. Yeah, how could you top Loss for Life? That's probably like one of the greatest rock records ever, so it's Hopefully. like I yeah.
2: see what you mean about the throwback to um the idiot though because you think about. about um uh Hey Baby We like your dress. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Fun it's like fun time. It's got that West Berlin That's what I was thinking. Yeah. You yeah, know, that's hanging what it out. Me of. Fun time right robotic
4: it's almost a robotic meter yeah, yeah, to write. Sure. which yeah. is Idiot was more like that it much was more, more yeah, yeah more sure experimental. that's kind of why I like I, ironically you, you you nailed it what I like more about this one it's a looser record there's more going on in this record yeah, than yeah, Idiot yeah.
2: yes
1: alright so we did it we got through this record it's uh we're done with the record it's, uh, it's another Jesus a another chore Jesus, Jesus. I, know we got, mm-hmm. I always say we got through it like, Good like one. Jesus yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we didn't well, get is, through it
3: this is a confessional it's a work
1: so, um, Chris, what's going on? What's going on, Laser Wolf? We got exciting, anything exciting? Yeah, Art Walk
3: this weekend. We're going to keep this art up behind you. Very cool uh, art. Who's the a, artist? Uh, Reed Smith. He's an old friend of mine from high school.
2: Oh, I'm nice. digging this stuff a lot. Yeah. And if I had any wall space in my house. he's not a
3: professional artist, uh, just to mention. I mean, this guy's like the computer, like does, uh, you know. Oh, yeah? A million different things. uh Computer based, but is also this stuff uh, is really cool. Talented, or, yeah, like pop some stuff out last minute for us. So. You
1: keep, I'm impressed with you. You like keep in you touch to with roll people in. you went to high school and
3: stuff. And Man, you, I, you know I have stuff. a that's... really good core group of like 10 friends from high you school. Do. Surprisingly, yeah, that yeah. doesn't that's not very common. Uh, I don't common, like, I don't no, like I that. That exceeds I, my yeah. total friend. I don't like output. anyone
1: I went to high school with. They're all assholes. Well, it's easy when you have a, it,
3: it. Helps having they, a bar and they, where they everybody. I'm
1: like, why did I friend them? They're horrible.
2: Having a place for everybody to yeah, drink yeah, at Do, it. do they you think, think yeah, we I forgot, forgot totally, <laughs> high school? Exactly the same exactly. thing. Why did our friend Rob <laughs> Hey, hey. All
1: right, so next week we have another classic record. We next indeed week we do. We're doing Lou Transformer, Transformer with Azalea Snail. Hey, Some babe. people self uh Azalea Snail, I guess she's from uh, New York, but uh, she's come. She's played down here. I I know her from like 20, 25 years ago.
2: Yes. Doing shows. She's very excited with a to talk rat about Lou bastard, Lurie.
1: yeah. And apparently she was a neighbor of his for a while. Uh, right,
2: yep. Well, cool. I mean, if you were a neighbor of rats, you probably remember that. <laughs> no, a neighbor of uh, Lou Reed. Not oh, yeah. uh, Luz, yes, <laughs> she all got to know Luz. probably
4: remember him too. She
2: yeah, said she true. got to know Lou's wife, the one who was the like the stable wife, but that didn't last very long, apparently. So, yeah. shocker, um, I wonder why. Yeah, um,
1: all right. So, that's next week. Um, once again, Hair congratulations win. to our patron winners, that's Brent right, Appleton, Jim Murphy, and Steve, Steve Mitchner. Uh, you could become a patron. Go to patreon.com/slash. forward slash oh, and if you t-l-g-m-h. hear this, you're going to
2: need to send us your mailing address because we have to send these to well, you. Well, I
1: think it's on the Patreon, but I'll, I'll I'll get it from. Here. Except right. Steve, Steve's got to come pick it up. Joey, <laughs> once again, thank you for coming. Thank you, Joey. Thank once you again, for um, putting up with
2: our um. <clears throat> yeah, irascible. Personalities. Where can people get
1: drummer Mary Beach? she can go to Amazon, right, and get it. That's the best place to get it.
4: Yes. Do like, you so want to give the, out your home address? You sell out of the trunk of your
2: together. car at that Walmart, right? On Hallandale Beach Boulevard, right?
4: <laughs> you know, I'm speechless with you guys sometimes, which rarely happens with me. <laughs>
2: All right.
4: <laughs> we'll let you out there. Like, like on
2: Sunday afternoons between 3 and 5 at Hallandale Beach Boulevard, Walmart. <laughs> He's going to be with the trunk open. <laughs> at the flea market also, on
4: Sunrise. <laughs> There's the a handful for
3: sale. There's a handful for sale right now if anyone out there, Who's, who's number
4: 157? Right? And he'll sign him.
2: Even he if he do not want him with to sign with it, him. he'll he sign it. He'll sign. I right. sign them all, dear right. He's also again, got Joey. some electric shavers he stole from Walgreens. <laughs> Chris,
1: thank you again for having us. At Lazy of course, did, yeah. thank and, you, Chris. thank you, everyone for thank listening. You, Rob. That is Barry Stock.
2: That is Rob Elba. And
1: we're out. We'll see you next week.
2: So,
1: dude. That's good beer.
2: I told <laughs> you. Holy
1: shit. Yeah, it's good.
4: It's not, uh, it's not for it's real. for. Noah Miller Lite.
2: No, it's delicious. <laughs> it's no Miller Right. It's well, not, not that no Lite, but it's, it's pretty good. good. i got
4: to get rid of some of these beers.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm right behind you. Oh, right behind both of you, I guess.